show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It is Tuesday, September 26th, which is World Contraception Day. All right. And in a nation that's definitely trying its best to force people to have these babies, but not do anything to actually help you when the baby is born, World Contraception Day is very importante. Does Plan B count as contraceptive? Absolutely. Okay. Well, yes. I don't know if it's only like pre-sex stuff, like birth control or condoms. It prevents pregnancy. So go get your Plan B this morning. Somebody's on their way right now. To Somebody's get on their way right now. Right now. And if you cannot uh, get a Plan B, I've been told, I'm not saying this is advice, but I was told in college that if you can't get hands on a Plan B, Take a BC as your normal time and take another one uh, 12 hours later. That's just what I was told. Don't <laughs> don't necessarily listen to my advice. I just remember them telling us that. And when I say them, I mean the elders. Uh, and when I say elders, I mean the seniors. Uh, um, all right. It is time for us to talk about what we're going to be talking about today. What are we talking about today? It's Tuesday. Tuesday's a weird day. I feel like I'm always hyped for Monday and then Tuesday comes. I'm just like, ugh, I, dr- I got drained on Monday. People don't really like Tuesdays, but we're here nevertheless. So later today, we're going to talk about Uber Eats because they'll be accepting food stamps now. So I'm a SNAP recipient. Get ready for 2024. <laughs> Turn up. Also, how will a government shutdown affect the Americans? You know, we're, we have one coming up, possibly, hopefully not. But if it does happen, we're going to talk about what will happen. Plus the big up let down, big ups to Simone Biles. But this hour, we have 60 second headlines. Also, we're going to talk about Representative Ilhan Omar because she announced the Brittany Clardy Act for missing and murdered black women. And also a tentative deal has been reached with the writers to end the strike. Tentative, y'all, but you know. I was going to say, what do we, okay, <laughs> so we we'll get into that. Be. Yes, so y'all, that's a lot to discuss. Um, I got to tell you, the fact that a deal of any kind has been reached is mm-hmm. is fascinating and, and, and definitely overdue. And uh, shout out to Representative Ilhan Omar because uh, she was in my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust, which is available at Patreon. TheAmandaVerse.com is where you can check that out. All right. We got more for you. Make sure to stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seals Said It. That's at Seals Said It. And to give us a call. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got our group chat Thursday going down on Thursday. And I got to tell you, the topic this week is have you been back out in the streets as a single person and had an experience that you just did not expect uh, from before. <laughs> I have. The streets are different now. And I would love to hear from y'all what the streets are like for you. So hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-AMANDA-8. All right, we'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for some Black Urit news. So, Minnesota's Representative Ilhan Omar, lovely woman and uh, congressperson, and who's also hilarious on the low. Very funny. Uh, she was joined with New Jersey Democrat Bonnie Watson Coleman, and they have introduced the Brittany Clardy Act. Mm. The bill would establish an office dedicated to missing and murdered Black women and girls within the Department of Justice, the DOJ. Now, the new legislation was named after 18-year-old Brittany Clardy, a Minnesota teen whose body was found frozen in a car at a Columbia Heights impound in February 2013. I mean, basically, she, this young person, had left home. She never returned home. When the family tried to call the police, their concerns were brushed off. And two weeks later, she was found dead in the trunk of her car. Um, 
And she had met up with a 25 year old man named Alberto Palmer after meeting him online. He was sentenced to 40 years in prison after he admitted to taking her life. And Representative Omar says, by creating a dedicated office, we are not only addressing the alarming disparities in violence, but also reaffirming our commitment to ensuring that every black life is valued and protected. You know, there's there's been a narrative that is gaining steam finally just mm-hmm. around the realities that so many black women are missing. So mm-hmm. many black teens are missing. And when a white girl goes missing, it's like, oh, oh my God, everywhere, everywhere. It's, Front you know, it's. And, uh, you know, we have an incredible number of uh, missing and murdered African-American women. And Mm -hmm. there's over 60,000 currently. Um, Apparently, the numbers say that also black women and girls are murdered at a rate three times higher than that of white women. And over the last five years, black women have accounted for 40 percent of missing persons cases. It's like stuff you you know, then you hear like numbers, you're like, oh. This is real, real. Well, there was that case that was in Kentucky, I believe, where um, this pastor had been alerted that there was like three women who had gone missing. He mm-hmm. went to the police and was like, this is a, boy, a point of concern. Mm-hmm. You know, we think there might be a serial killer, et cetera. And they were just like, yeah, 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 whatever. He didn't rest on it, though. He kept looking. He kept searching. Then there was another woman who went missing. Then mm-hmm. there was another woman who went missing. And then there was a third. And the third. So now the sixth This is the sixth woman. She was able to break free. She got out of the basement. She ran to the house next door. The white woman at the house next door would not let her in. Wait, okay. I think I remember. I remember this story. Would not let her in. And then she went to the next house and the next house did call for help. Mm -hmm. And so she was able to get safety. Um, But her two friends had, or I don't know if it was her friends, but the two other women that were also being held Mm -hmm. had also been unalived. And this, these lives could have been saved had the police actually listened when people said there's black women going missing, but they didn't care. So shout out to Ilhan Omar and um, representative Coleman for creating the Brittany Clardy act. What happens when things like this happen, when like offices within the DOJ are created, mm-hmm. cause I know people are like big whoop, like what this, what's this going to do? The idea is that now there's like a special specific mm-hmm. task force that, only focuses on this because right. a lot of times it's like, oh, well, we're busy doing this over here. We can't have, we can't we have time. We don't have time for you missing blackies. So I'm happy um, to see also just black representatives actually, because for, for what it's worth, we can't um, determine if they actually implement, if they actually do the work. But on our end, you can make sure as a representative, you're out here asking for things that need to get done and doing that, doing the legwork on the front end. And and actually saying that this is for black women. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of folks are really missing those clear headings that are specifically related to us, even though there are things that get passed, like mm-hmm. the Inflation Act and the Reduction Act and, you know, the uh, Infrastructure Act. Like mm-hmm. these things end up absolutely helping black folks mm-hmm. in like a very real way. But because it is not specifically for us, it feels like, well, we just getting side effects of like it's my podcast. <laughs> so... Shout out to Ilhan Omar, Representative Ilhan Omar again for uh, being a part of my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. She was so honest, so hilarious um, and really just so informative in terms of like really talking about this, the democratic process uh, within the government and why it's not being effective. So make sure you go and check my my documentary out at inamandawetrust.com. Go to inamandawetrust.com. All right. Writers have struck a tentative agreement. Oh my God, Stranger Things might be coming back. 
And I'll talk about other shows that I hope are coming back soon if this writer's strike is finally over for real. We'll be right back to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. Ladies and gentlemen, the Writers Guild has reached a tentative agreement with the AMPTP, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, to end its strike after nearly five months. Now, full details of the WGA tentative agreement haven't been released, but will be revealed by the Guild in advance of the votes. And according to the actual, like, spokesperson for the Guild, they said, we can say... This is the WGA. Okay. We can say with great pride that this deal is exceptional Ooh. with meaningful gains and protections for writers in every sector of the membership. All right. Let's see them exceptional things now. Sounds promising. Sounds promising. But more importantly, my TV shows. Yes. I know a lot of us have been seeing all these cancellations. They just canceled Run the World. I, um, I, I literally saw that before we started. I mean, Stars apparently went through like a whole canceling frenzy. I don't know where these networks are going to like actually, because if this deal is what it is, then mm. it's not going to be like easier to hire folks. No. So I'm not really sure kind of like where we're looking at on the other side of this. But I will say this. I do have a theory that one of the major things we're looking at is there's going to be a lot of licensing Mm. because it's going to be more cost effective for them to license something that's already been created than to create in-house. Now, the thing about it is that, of course, when they create in-house, they get to be like all hands on deck Mm -hmm. and they get to like tinker with it and all of this, but that costs money. Mm -hmm. That costs staff. Right. Development costs money. So I think that what they're going to end up doing is either forming more small studios that specifically create and then buying from their own small studio. You have folks that have um, an interest to make art that maybe not necessarily are artists. Mm-hmm. You know, the people like Nick Cannon. Then you should hit them up. Okay. Because this is what I think it's going to be. But the shows that I want to come back, I'm so excited that Stranger Things... Oh, my they're gosh. On like season nine at this point, aren't they? You know what they're on? They're, se- they're on season... How is it this good? I still haven't seen it. Because I'm, I'm not into like cre- creepy stuff. People say it's good though. People it's not even, I mean, honestly, like. Is it like Lovecraft kind of creepy? Yes, that's exactly a great example. Okay. Yeah, because it's the kind of show where you're like, you kind of can forget. You're like, oh, I guess this is creepy. Because, like, for the most part, leading up to the season finale is like story. And I mean, this last, these last two seasons, it was like a part, a two part season. Mm-hmm. Like, this was the most quote unquote creepiest it's ever been. Okay. Um, but that's because like it's advancing. Like the story is getting intense. I watch it when I get home. The real thing though is that it's incredibly well written and performed. And I am just genuinely amazed whenever a show can be this down the road mm. and like still shock me. <laughs> that's, that's that's few and far between. You're like, wait, what's happening right now? Like, still impressed. Also, Abbott Elementary. Yes. Um, I remember you talking about this show, Yellow Jackets, that you said you had started watching. Did you? I finished it. It was so good. Oh, really? It was good? Okay, was. great. Juliet Lewis follows me on Instagram, and they had stopped their writer's room. Their writer's room started the day before the strike. Hopefully, hopefully they, like, got the message and was like, we ready. Because it's actually also one of the shows that has, like, cliffhangers. So it's like, well, what's going to happen now? Okay. It's one of those shows that I keep forgetting that I, you know, can watch. Like, there's sometimes I'm just like, I need to watch something. Um, but then there's the shows that got canceled. You know, shows like The Wonder Years, like mm-hmm. Winning Time. 
And I'm just curious if like those are going to find new homes on the other side of this strike because that's what happens. I mean, the game that was on the CW, the UPN at one point, then had 50 <laughs> lives. It was on Fairmont Plus recently and got canceled again. Um, Damn. I'm sure at this point they have, have a movie, so. Might as well, might as well. What do y'all think? Any shows that you're missing that you're excited about coming back after the writer's strike? And I guess, you know, the actors, we're right behind. So hopefully let's oh, yeah. uh, let's get us off the picket line too, all right? So I can talk about these goddamn shows. Okay, uh, when we come back, 60 Second Headlines right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for 60 Second Headlines. <laughs> All right. First up, the Biden administration demanded governors in 16 states, y'all, to address more than $12 billion funding disparity between land-grant historically Black colleges and universities and their non-HBCU counterparts. Mm, I mean, this is... uh... Very good news, right? Yeah, twelve billion dollars disparity is actually crazy. Just a reminder: the uh, educate the Department of Education uh, is one of the agencies that both Governor DeSantis and Donald Trump have said they would close mm-hmm. if they were elected. <laughs> when y'all are out here being like Republicans, actually care about Black people, just right. remember that. Um, and good news in Loveland, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen celebrated their ten year anniversary by renewing their vows in Italy. They say, y'all keep breaking up. Well, we're going to keep making up. Good news out of California. Governor Gavin Newsom is preparing to sign a bill that fines school boards for banning approved educational content related to Black, Latino, Asian, Native American, and LGBTQ plus topics. I love this. I love this. He says all students deserve the freedom to read and Mm -hmm. learn about the truth, the world, and themselves. What I also learned today while recording an episode of Small Doses is that apparently California... Los Angeles County has the most incarcerated people Mm -hmm. in the most incarcerated nation. Yikes. Work on that, Gabs. Also out of Ohio State, they get some new classes too, Amanda. They're now offering hip hop studies course, art, politics, and hip hop. Okay, Ohio. Uh, The course is in conjunction with the university's Department of African-American and African Studies program. That's dope. I I just never, it's not that I never thought that I'd see it, but it's just fascinating to now be, have been around on earth long enough to see Mm -hmm. hip hop become like a for real, for real part of academia. Yeah. And speaking of hip hop, we have to send our um, thoughts and prayers to Crazy Bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony. He's reportedly fighting for his life in an LA area hospital. No, crazy. No. What? He's been sedated and on and on a oh he's on a ventilator. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's the best one. The legends are are are, are leaving there, so hopefully we don't we don't have to we don't want to meet him yeah. at the crossroads. No, we don't do not. So you will be lonely. Those are your sixty second headlines. That really took the wind out of my. Sales. Hashtag pray for Cray. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thank y'all for listening, man. If you miss anything, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, remember to tell a friend that you are listening. You know what yes. I'm saying? All y'all out there that are listening and loving the show, you got to put your friends on. And remember, that's where they can get the show. If they don't live in a city where they can hear it on the radio, baby, mm-hmm. they can hear it on their phone, okay? In the car, like it's a radio. So it's still exactly. the same. You see, you see, it's still the same. We want to hear from you all all the time. one 855 8 That's one 855 I just had an idea. Okay. Um, I need to start a segment where people call in and read ridiculous texts that they have received. Oh. That's what I'm going to start a segment. And I have to tell y'all, I have a ridiculous text 
that I need to send y'all. Or maybe it's going to be called slide in the DMs and y'all can read me like messages that people have sent oh, you in your DMs. Worse, the DMs. Because oh. this was a slide in my DM message and I can't wait to read it to y'all. But first, let's go to the phone lines. Who is it? What's up, Amanda? What's up, Jeremiah? Like the Bible. I wanted to comment on Tyler Perry's shit about um, women and men and money and money and relationships. Just kind of in general, just kind of going back and forth. I think what's more important in a relationship than how much somebody makes is just financial stability. Because a lot of people out here who appear to make a lot of money, they're not financially stable because they got a lot of debt. They're taking loans on things. They're paying $1,500 a month for a Dodge Charger. They're getting a loan to go see Usher in Vegas. So they're not financially responsible. But what's more important is financial stability, financial responsibility. I'm currently dating someone who I make more money than, but that's just not, it doesn't bother me because she's way more educated than me. She's got like two masters and she works in higher education. I just happen to be far along in technology, so I get paid more. But it's not a big deal. She got her own house. She got her own car. Uh, you know how the song go. So I just think that's more important. And once you hit a maturity and you realize that, you don't be paying attention to how much somebody makes. You just pay attention to more of how they handle their money. Amen. That's, that's it. Because the reality, too, is that when people are like, financially stable that also is uh and like your emotion you're much more emotionally stable right yeah you know it's like it was one thing to find out somebody was in financially unstable but then okay here's the thing there's a difference between being broke and being financially unstable okay because broke you can come back from right so broke might be just be a circumstance right. broke is just like a state of being I like i lost my job right. right like i hit a hard times like maybe there was medical bills etc mm-hmm. so like I, I, I use up my bread i gotta get it back financially unstable like that can mean in one context like maybe you are moving from job to job right mm-hmm. or maybe you just haven't been able to get up enough bread to like feel comfortable so you're mm-hmm. like check to check a check financially unstable can also mean though yo you don't understand how to handle your finances that part like you just be you you know what i'm saying you spending money on drinks on a trip but you ain't paid your phone bill like you're you just got the money you got the money <laughs> you're just like financially like wobbly wobbly and so your bank account drops it like it's hot and that's really a real thing and let me tell you whoever you're dating casual conversation when's the last time you paid taxes what oh gotta ask these questions because you out here thinking that people are responsible like you and they are not people like that scare me because what do you mean I'm, I, <laughs> the IRS will come get you I'm telling you they are not the IRS is not going to come get you if you got no money but Listen. The, other, the other part of it is just like some people just feel like oh like I just don't need to or whatever and you, be nice. it's it's, uh, it's that a level time. of freedom and just get, get right so coming up next hour uh, you know one thing that people who are on food stamps understand is being maybe not financially stable, mm-hmm. but they got that paperwork, okay? Mm-hmm. And they are focused on making sure they're going to get their food stamps. And guess what? Uber Eats wants you to get better food. So they're going to be accepting food stamps. We're going to talk about it. We're also going to talk about how Birdman believes that Southern music will dominate forever. Big up, the down, and more right here on The Amanda Seals Show.
back, y'all, to the Amanda Seal Show. We over here talking about irresponsibility on a Tuesday. Happy birthday to two very responsible women, Serena Williams mm-hmm. and Christina Milian. You know, mm-hmm. they both have children, they're mothers, you know, they're focused and doing the gut dang thing. Um, I was just talking about, okay, I just wanted to read y'all this because I got a DM the other day that was just like, I need to start a segment where y'all call in and read me ridiculous DMs you have received. Is this someone you know? No. Okay. Grand Rising. We've already, we've already left the station. We've already left the station. Grand Rising and happy Friday. I spelled E-Y-E. Hope that all is well with you. So a little birdie told me that you are single, mad ease. I'm E-Y-E shocked, all caps. You may not even read this message, but if you happen to do so, would you like to meet for dinner and possibly a game night? I'll be over again with the E-Y-E. I'll be in California for a little over a month before moving. It would be nice to hang out and enjoy one another's company. What is the E-Y-E about? Here's my seat. I'm like, what? what what's going on? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. And I'm just going to say this. And people are going to be like, who does she think she is? Y'all, I, I am. I'm not out here. I used to do the thing where it'd be like, I, you know, she, why won't a man to date no regular dudes? You know, da, da, da. guess what? I have dated enough regular dudes. I'm Do you done. like a bus driver? What'd you say? Do you like a bus driver? Yes. <laughs> I'm done. No, I don't want a regular dude. You better be super exceptional. I want okay. <laughs> on the bus line with that lady remember this lady in Africa she was turned down from being a flight attendant and she started her own airline company look at that see so no I, I don't want a regular dude sorry I don't you gotta be exceptional that doesn't necessarily mean you gotta be rich but you gotta be exceptional maybe you maybe you're a, a, just a incredible carpenter or whatever mm, Jesus <sighs> he was a carpenter and he an was. exceptional man. He was. He was. He was. There's a whole <laughs> conversation about Jesus happening on my page, even though the video was not about Jesus. Um. Anyways, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about Uber Eats, y'all, because apparently they're going to be accepting food stamps coming up in 2024. Also, Birdman says, so the music will dominate other regions forever. Plus the big up let down, y'all. Mama D in a letdown. She let us down in them comments. All right. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you want to join in our group chat topic of the week, I just read to y'all a DM. Ooh, child. Listen, we are talking about what it's like being back in the streets. For all my newly single folks, or if you already went through this experience, please share with us any back in the streets crazy scenarios that you experience, we want to hear them. Call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seal Show. Listen, laugh, and learn. Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for Black Your Rich News. All right. So, um, Uber Eats. Uber Eats will accept food stamps mm-hmm. as payment for groceries in 2024. SNAP recipients will be able to order groceries from Uber Eats using their benefits and not prepared meals from restaurants. Mm-hmm. So they can't use it to order from a restaurant, but they can order groceries. Right. 
Um, this will give lower income Americans greater access to fresh groceries mm-hmm. and a wider variety of food. Mm-hmm. Uber says online food delivery can have a meaningful impact in reducing barriers to fresh groceries, especially for the most vulnerable, including people living in food deserts, mm-hmm. seniors, and those facing disabilities or transportation barriers. I'm really happy to hear this because when I tell you this country, they'd be like, if you're poor, <laughs> you better eat dirt. If that. They're like, if you're poor, you better hate life. Mm-hmm. Like, and and they really do not play about that. And it's actually kind of wild to see just how consistent they have been with that. And um, remember, I don't, I don't know if... I don't know how long this ago this was, but there was like a whole thing where like someone had bought lobster with like food stamps and people right. were like, how dare they? Well, you remember when you had um, Shirley Rains on the podcast about talking about Skid Row, people were like coming to her comments because I guess she was giving like the kids on Skid Row like candy and things like that. And it's like, they kids, they deserve not sweet things too, even though they're in a situation. Why should they be deprived of something sweet or fun um, as kids? That's not fair. Listen, they were like, these kids need to be eating greens <laughs> and vegetables. Why are you giving them now and later? She was like, I mean, they a kid, like relax. So I feel like this is actually just another element of private companies mm-hmm. doing the work that government is not doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing happening more and more and more. It's going to come down to companies in the private sector doing the work that the government is not doing. Like when we talk about reparations, like there's versions of reparations that are mm-hmm. beginning to take place because private funds, private foundations are actually like stepping forward and saying, okay, well we see this. So we will do this. And I think a lot of people too, I think that work for their companies. I'm sure people who who drive for Uber probably have food stamps themselves and can't, they probably live in a food desert. So the fact that this company that they work for is, is implementing is also a good thing. So there's that. That's how I feel about it. Uh, and I would love to hear how you all feel about it. Call me up, 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also, is there still a stigma attached to food stamps? Like that was like a whole thing once upon a time. Like, oh, you want food stamps? And it's like, well, I mean, the food is high. I mean, the block is hot. The food is high, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So I uh, would love to hear from you. 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Birdman says Southern music will dominate other regions forever. And we'll talk about it up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for more Black Hero News. Birdman. <laughs> what was that sound you just made? I can't do it, but you did it for me. <laughs> you sounded like when Yvonne was trying to ski weed when we were playing AKAs. <laughs> she kept going, ski weed. Gotta get in a certain octave. She kept going, ski weed. I was like, check this out. We can't do that. Because <laughs> like, if uh... we do that, they are gonna obliterate us. That sounds like sexy red. <laughs> That's <laughs> ski. Yeah. And I was like, they're going to obliterate us. So that's when it turned into, hey, Sands. Well, let's think about Birdman. Birdman says that Southern music will reign supreme and dominate other regions forever. Let's hear it. You have a hit in the South and it takes a long time to hit in the East and the West. But once they caught on to us like it is now, um, I don't think they'll ever get it back. Like, we're here forever. Like, but they had it forever. Like, the East and the West, they had it forever. And um, it was challenging for us coming up. Very, very challenging because they wouldn't play our music in no kind of way. And like I say, Jermaine Dupree really broke that barrier for us down south because he went up there and really made them play our music. 
because they wouldn't play our music at all. And I got a lot of respect for Jermaine Dupree. But they wouldn't play our music, and Jermaine Dupree went up there and was fighting for us, and our music would be hit down bottom, and it'd be four, five, six months before it'd be hit on the East and West Coast. But now, it ain't like that. Our music hit more up there than down here, but ain't nothing but love for the East and the West, but I don't think we'll ever. A Southern we ain't never letting that we, we love the way it feel. We love the way what it do. We love the way with it, what we can buy, hide. Nah, we ain't never letting this go. It's a feeling, it's a vibe. I don't think we'll ever let it go. Whenever baby is doing all that talking, that's what he's gonna do. But um, there's apparently a game that's supposed to happen right now mm-hmm. based on this conversation. Uh, and so in honor of the music from the South, our resident DJ Supreme will join us for a game that we're going to call Chopped and Screwed School. Chopped and Screwed hey, School. Supreme. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Y'all ready to do this? Press the Supreme back in the building. Chopped and Screwed. <laughs> Shout out to H-Town. Shout out to H-Town. How does this work? I got a couple clips of some songs that you should all know that are Southern classics. But the, okay. the, the trick to this is we're going to play these backwards. So. Okay. You know, we're going to run okay. them back backwards. So hopefully you know them. And the first person that guesses the song right is the winner. That's simple. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's first this. one. This is the classic right here. So fresh, so clean, Amanda. I mean, I picked that specifically for Amanda Seal. Okay. (laughs) All right, right, I got one, I got one, I got one. Next one, another classic. Here we go. That beep is, I know the beat, but I'm like, it's You do know now. the beat because they remade it like a couple years ago. One more time. But one I'm more thinking time. West Coast when I hear it. Yeah, the, the guy was from the West Coast that remade it, Jeremiah. You're close. Oh, God. I don't have it. That's how you do that there. Uh, how you do that yeah, there? How you do that there. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, last one. This is the, I guess this is the game winner right here. Here we go. This is this fun. This is the game like winner. Oh, come on, come on, come bling. on. Yes, yes, bling bling. One more for fun, one more for fun. One more for fun. Pop and pop in my collar. Ever since I can't remember, I've been so excited. Put my money in my hand. She gets so excited when she gets it right. She's like, oh, oh, I got it. I got it. How do I call it? How do I call it? <laughs> no, because I definitely just the other day was like, let me listen to A-Ball and MJG coming out hard. I ain't listened to this album in a while. Very Damn good. Amanda Seals and Jeremiah like the Bible. Cool. Jeremiah like the bottle Bible. You did better than I thought you were going to do. So Thank salute you. to you. I know some stuff now. All <laughs> right. Now, once again, I am the champ. <laughs> Thank you again, uh, our Proctor, DJ Supreme, for joining in. Do you agree with Birdman? Do you think Southern music will dominate all other regions? Hit us up, one 855 8 We got the Big Up Let Down. We get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. 
champion or any of that but for being a champion for other young black gymnasts she spoke on behalf of the black girl who was passed over for a medal at a ceremony in ireland the video has been going viral this happened about like 18 months ago um at a gym start event in dublin but the video has now like re-emerged and has been viewed millions of times i talked about it on my page mm. and you just see this lo- line of girls being awarded medals she's the only black girl there and the 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 coach who's putting the medals around the young girl's necks just skips over her and just gives everybody else a medal. And I'm just like, what kind of human being? I mean, of course, we also saw human beings like throwing right. rotten fruit and uh, <laughs> screaming, hurling, you know, obscenities at Ruby Bridges when mm-hmm. she was just trying to go to school. So I feel like, you know, I don't know why I'm surprised. But what I'm not shocked about is that Simone Biles, she came forward and revealed that the girl's family reached out to her after she sent the girl a video message to say, I wanted to let you know that I saw this is how she talks. I wanted to let you know that I saw how you were treated at your gym start event. She went on to say, I was completely shocked and I wanted you to know that you deserve a medal just like the other girls. I know you've worked hard at the sport and I want you to know that I'm rooting for you. Now, Gymnastics Ireland, they should get a letdown because their response was that the official in question has accepted fully that what happened was not accepted fully. Really? (laughs) And they stress that the snub was not intentional. There's literally no (laughs) version of this that was not intentional. Cut it out. Quit trying to lie to us, Ireland. Quit trying to lie. Today's letdown. Today's letdown goes to Mama D. Mm. Now, Mama D is being sued for defamation of character by last week's guest on my podcast, uh, Bambi. So basically, Bambi is her daughter-in-law. Bambi was recently on Small Doses, and she said this about Mama D. Okay, my mother-in-law, right? Mm -hmm. I'm suing her for defamation of character because she just literally said two days ago that I used the fake ID when I went to jail and gave them the wrong age and she's just making a big thing out of so yeah let's just yeah okay yeah I, I know that's a lot to I just oh, can't we all get along? no we cannot ma'am okay. we are okay. we are suing people <laughs> so um Adiz was like no no but the reality is that that is still Mama D's daughter-in-law. They have kids to get mm-hmm. like her and uh, Lil Scrappy have three children. Bambi says Mama D lied on her and said that she used a fake ID when she went to jail. And she also said Bambi gave the wrong age. Okay, so here's where the letdown really happens, though, is that Mama D, in response to, Bam- to Bambi saying this on my podcast said when you legally sue someone make sure they're not lying on you girl and make sure they don't know everything about you so when you sue make sure it's a lie and you did show that ID because it's on the police report come for me all you want and I will destroy you I never understand (laughs) stuff like this because I'm like you have these this is if you destroy their mama Uh you are destroying the children Mm -hmm. So that's where the letdown comes today. That's where the letdown comes. I mean, their business is their business. I mean, they're putting it in the street so everyone can talk about it. But ultimately, I just feel like 
there's this like attack that I see people be having with like in a family setting and ultimately mm-hmm. like if baby is not harming the kids right why are you even in the business people don't like peace in the house well we talked about that on the episode too <laughs> make sure you check out the latest episode of small doses podcast uh, side effects of divorce that is today's bigger, bigger. we'll be right back with more Amanda Seal show listen laugh and learn the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to take it to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda, this is Takir from Ohio. Just calling uh, because I want to get your opinion on the recent um, issues with Senator Menendez, as well as what's uh, going on with your political aspirations and as well as Y'all want me to run for office so bad. I don't have political aspirations other than getting people more (laughs) curious and informed and getting myself more informed about politics. Like, I feel like the more that I speak about it, the more that I like encourage people to get involved in politics, like the more knowledgeable I become. Like, it's just honestly like it's, it's not even like a strenuous thing. It's just by nature of bringing it back into my scope. I'm like, oh, this is now like a thing that I'm learning. I'm picking up now. I mean, I've taken it to another level, like where I'm trying to also just expand my knowledge of history for context, because that's an incredibly important part of, of things as well. So like I'm reading the U S constitution for idiots. Uh, I'm also on audible. I'm listening to Eric Foner's book about the reconstruction. Mm -hmm. So you know, these things start providing context for where we are right now. Um, but this manifest- manifestation, like in a sense, the more you do it, it's like, well, you know what? Let me just go ahead and uh, run for office real quick. I'm telling you, I was at the Congressional Black Caucus <laughs> and I just I, I, I didn't really. I didn't really feel like that's a space where I would find joy. Mm hmm. Like, because everyone was talking about like, yeah, talking to the people is great. It's the Mm. bureaucracy that's like the actual what really takes you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part that really takes you out. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, it's so frustrating. So, I mean, like if you're in Dallas and the the flipping mayor of Dallas just flipped and just decided now he's a Republican, Mm -hmm. you're like, what are we what are we doing? Let alone the people. Mm-hmm. And by the way, like there's just no world where that should be okay without a special election to reelect you. I just, I just don't think that's the case. I don't think that's okay. But anyway, shout out to y'all who call up. We love when you call in one eight five five man eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Remember, Fridays is things I learned this week. And if you learned something this week, then I want to learn what it is because I told y'all it's about knowledge and sharing it. One eight five five man eight. We'll be right back. We got more Amanda Seal show when we continue, and we got to do like everybody else. We talk about Krishan Rock. The Amanda Seal show. We up. We up. We up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up. We up. We up. The Amanda Seal show. Seal said it, y'all. We up. We up. We up. It's the Amanda Seal show. I'm Amanda Seal. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. It was on this day. Back in 1960, that presidential nominees Richard Nixon and John F. Kennedy squared off in the first 
televised debate in the United States. That's actually, that's one of my political aspirations. To do a debate? To moderate a debate. Oh. <laughs> to moderate a presidential okay. debate. Um, I mean, you're not far off, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, I just, I feel like um, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you do have to earn your political space. You have to earn. The thing about it is like, this country is so built on BS. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when people are trying to be, like, legit, that's mm. when they're, like, I guess what am I trying to say? The people that are shady, they're like, we don't care if you're legit. Like, fine. Right. But when you're actually trying to, like, do something for real, they're like, whoa, 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 let's check <laughs> your not. credentials. Let's check your credentials. But I think that's what makes people like, people like moderators who are kind of like the people. Like, you ask the real questions. You yeah. know, I kind of like, all right, you guys, here are my cue cards. Let's talk about the red tape. Like, no, what's going on with these, with these food stamps and the snack? <laughs> the other part of it, too, though, is that, and I, I'm not exaggerating, like, there's there's so many problems Mm -hmm. it's like how can you like honestly just on the side of the politicians how can they manage it there's so many and it's so deep rooted and Mm -hmm. the issues have been going on for so long that it's like i don't understand how if you're a government official like where do you even start like Mm -hmm. it's you're chipping away with like it's like Shawshank Redemption. It's like you're trying to chip away at this at the cement with a with a spoon. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's that. Anywho, what do we got coming up this hour? We're going to talk about the government actually this hour because if it shuts down, what will we do? How will it affect you guys? We're going to tell you about what will happen. Also, who's stepping up to support Krishan Rock? Because everybody's talking about the girl, but who's helping her? Um, also, we got to go black around the world with you, Amanda, because it's black people in America. But it's also black people around the world doing some stuff. We're going to talk about what's going on. Also, how black do we feel? All right. Keep it like right here at the Amanda Steel Show. We're going to listen, laugh, and learn. show y'all welcome i am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist and uh well government's on the brink of a shutdown mm-hmm. it's actually gonna happen this week if congress doesn't get moving mm-hmm. uh, as, as long as they remain at an impasse on a funding deal federal departments and agencies have begun the mandatory process of planning to bring non-essential functions mm-hmm. to a halt the thing about it though is that like there's a version of this where it be goes beyond non-essential functions. Like if a government shutdown lasts long enough, then like mm. essential functions shut down. Right. So like apparently like the last shutdown that ended, it ended because the air traffic controllers were like, oh, we're we're good. When they stop, everybody like, well, hold up. Whoa, hold up. Hold, hold, on now, hold on now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, should Congress fail to pass a short-term spending bill, a shutdown could have enormous impacts on all Americans. In areas, again, from air travel to clean drinking water. Mm. Um, but while we're on the subject of shutdowns, since we gonna shut some things down, I would like to propose some other things that actually should get shut down. Like what? Okay. First of all, just Donald Trump as an existence. Oh, all together. Just all together. Okay. Just shut it down. Okay. Sit down, retire to Mar-a-Lago. And all subsidiaries. Just, yeah, just like, <laughs> you know, just, just let it, let it, let it, let it go. Let it go. Um, toxic masculinity podcast interviews. I, and you can usually mm-hmm. spot them um, with, because the hosts 
usually have on sunglasses inside. That's true. The Toxic Masculinity Podcast usually have the sunglasses on inside. And that lets you know real quick, okay, this is not going to be valid. This is not going to be helpful. You know, y'all saw that they girl to chime in and be like, you're so right. You're so right. They, yeah, and they've Women definitely... <laughs> Absolutely. We need to shut it down. Um, let's just also shut down Fox News because I feel like that's... We can do that regardless. That's imperative. <laughs> that's imperative. And again, I will stick to this and I will always come back to this. Can we shut down the little bang thing that people are doing with the baby hairs for the lace front? Can we Can we shut that down? That that's little culture. front... Ugh. <laughs> That's culture. Right I don't there. have to laugh. I don't have to like everything about culture, but I really would love to shut that little like mini. It's like two. Te- what are they called? Temple bangs. I'm gonna call them temple bangs. You sure? Let's go with that. Temple bangs. Tangs. Tangs. Okay. Yeah. Let's shut that down. All right. So that's how it's gonna go. Um. But for real though. But for real though. For real though. This is not like a small thing. No. Yeah. For real. Serious. <laughs> when you the government can, but... shuts down, it shuts down. Things like public health and safety, like emergency public health, mm-hmm. like measures would be in place. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the Center for Disease Control and Prevention warns that other public health areas would be functioning at a reduced capacity than like arts and culture. So it could affect some of the country's like <laughs> treasures, like museums and national parks. Right. Um, you know what's funny about that, though? I feel like the government already feels like it's running at reduced capacity. <laughs> so I'm like, what is reduced? What is reduced? Of what is the reduced capacity of a reduced capacity? Um, student loans and education, Department of Education warned that there could be some level of disruption mm-hmm. for student aid programs. And then food assistance, SNAP benefits will run through October. Then we don't know what's happening after that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So call your congressperson. If your congressperson is a Republican, then you need to call them because that is who is doing this. It is very specifically mm-hmm. Republicans who are putting the uh, kibosh mm-hmm. on coming up with the bills to go to the rules committee to then go through and pass through uh, Congress. And you so, always talk about going to the office too. You can go knock on you, the door. Yeah, you can go knock on the door. So if you live in a state in the state capital, baby, go to the door. Okay, go to the door. Give us a call one eight five five minute eight. When we get back, we gotta talk about Krishan Rock. You know, it's fascinating. This is an individual who literally was brought to my attention by a random Instagram page, and now she's low-key black famous. We're going to get into it. Keep it. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We've got some more black here at news. Uh, talk about this, Jeremiah, like the Bible, because you're more versed. <laughs> so, you know, Krishan Rock, everyone knows her from her relationship with Blueface, baddies, all those different things. But recently she had a baby and she's been all over the news lately in drama. So much so that celebrities and community leaders have been rallying around her for support, including Kiki Palmer. Most recently, she says, Krishan needs help, not hate, because single women and single moms, are, they have it rough. Also, Tamika Mallory came out mm-hmm. with a very endearing post um, to yep. talk about it. She said she also wanted to connect with Krishan. She posted a message saying that if any of her followers knew Krishan, let her know because she has a group of women ready to help, which I don't think we have seen that a lot in culture. People are like, I want to help you, not just be in the comments ridiculing you like everyone else. You know what? I think it's also like a public display, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that does happen like behind the scenes. And yeah. also like sometimes you don't want to embarrass somebody mm-hmm. or like make somebody feel out there. But mm-hmm. because her whole persona is an outward fitting public persona, I feel like this is not only necessary to be done in public for like for her to see it mm-hmm. also because I feel like people can't get to her. Right. But also for people to see it like and I've been saying anytime I see example. a post about her, 
I always make a point of doing a comment, leaving a comment like, why, why are y'all so enjoying like tearing? This is such low hanging fruit, tearing down somebody who is very, 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 very clearly like a troubled mm-hmm. person. Why are you gaining? What are you gaining by sitting here being like, she's so dumb. She's going to go back to that man anyway. Like this is not valuable. This is not helpful. It really is just reflective of your own self-hatred. And you're somehow like feeling better about yourself by like bringing this person down. Right. I mean, that's part of what kind of what Kiki drove her to make the post about um, just protecting Krishan because a lot of people have been calling, including Blueface's manager, Wack 100, called for Krishan's baby. Listen to, listen, just the names. Wack 100, Blueface, a lot. Um, they called for Krishan's baby to be removed from her care. And Kiki said basically there's an ongoing epidemic in healthcare for black women. And Krishan is basically one of the many victims of that. You know, we talk about postpartum, she already had a lot going on with the pre-partum. Free baby. So I can only imagine with the celebrity of it all, a, a TV show. But you know what? People forget that these are real people. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. They watch this like they're characters on a TV show. And then when they crash and burn, they're like, oh, I didn't know it was serious like that. Mm-hmm. Like, think about Bobby and Whitney. Like, Bobby yeah. and Whitney were darlings, like, individually. And then they got together and they became kind of like mocked you know Mm -hmm. it was kind of like this weird show that people were watching and then when they finally came when when Whitney came to her demise Mm -hmm. people were genuinely like oh whoa like I didn't know it was gonna be like that listen I've had times where something publicly was happening to me and people later on Mm -hmm. would be like oh yeah I saw that that was crazy you know I was wondering like oh man how's she handling that and I was like so you you saw you saw it You, you you it made you say to yourself like that must be difficult. And it didn't dawn on you to like mm-hmm. tap in. Well, I didn't think that my voice mattered. Let me just tell y'all something. Like at the end of the day, everybody needs support. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs words of encouragement. Everybody needs that light. You may not, you may not know where it's coming from today. It might come from the most random place. Like mm-hmm. I remember I was having a terrible day. I went into the postal annex. I had to mail something out. And she looked at me and she was like, how's your day going? So I was one and I just started crying. Customer service person. <laughs> I just started crying. She was like, "Come on, let me give you a hug. Let me oh. give you a hug." Yeah, I love the postman annex. <laughs> She's like, "Let me give you a hug." This is a difficult world, and I'm just saying, like, you just it doesn't mean like you don't have to be best friends with somebody to like mm-hmm. send words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember when I went through my miscarriage. Like even my friends were like, "Oh, I thought you needed space." Mm-hmm. No, I needed love. That's fair. And that didn't mean like you need to get on a plane and fly here, but like a text, even a text would be like, you know, just kind. So stop giving yourself excuses for not connecting to people going through emotional heartache. Because that's really what's happening. Right. And when you're watching someone like Krishan Rock, if you feel the urge to say something disparity, like I saw like people talking about Kobe Bryant's daughter talk, walks pigeon toed because she was in the Versace fashion show mm-hmm. and they're like she need to learn how to walk this is nepotism and I'm just like what I can't so she's 18 mm-hmm. she's in her first fashion show mm-hmm. her father and her sister mm-hmm. died in a helicopter crash mm-hmm. and someone said what does that have to do about her career as a compassion you actually know her life. They don't care about that on the internet at all. And we see, so it's all like, I think that's why it's such an endearing story that two people who are kind of like pillars in our community in two different ways, um, one in pop culture and one in um, 
in community. I thought activism. you were talking about Blueface and Christian. Oh, I was no. like, Pillars of Ma- what? Tamika <laughs> Mallory and yes, Kiki Palmer. And Kiki Palmer, absolutely. Coming together and be like, hey. Well, they're demonstrating. Support. Yes. And that's what we got to do. Be the change you want to see. Imagine? No, I cannot. <laughs> I mean, we got black around the world when we get back. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for... Amanda Seals is taking you black. Around the world. All around the world. All around the world. On the Amanda Seals Show. All right, y'all. Did you know that Jamaicans cannot access the white sand beaches in Jamaica? Take a listen to this. Jamaicans have no way no way for themselves. We are living in between waters and we have no access to a beach. So basically what's going on is that there's a whole thing in Jamaica where fishermen and folks who have been constant um, vendors on beaches, etc., mm-hmm. are continuously getting pushed off of having access to the beach. So like if you're a fisherman, like you can't even get your boat into the water to fish because you can't get access to the beach because okay. the government is actually selling the beach when they sell to tourism developments. Mm, okay. Okay. So Jamaicans like this brother right here, Norris R. Scott, feel like they've been left behind and now they are taking their case to court. The Caribbean is the most tourism dependent region in the world, but according to the UN, approximately 80% of tourism dollars spent in the Caribbean end up leaving the region. Mm. Uh, let me, let, let's hear this. The thing that the government will tell you, and these hotels, that they create jobs. They create jobs, but what kind of jobs? You're actually working in a hotel, which you will never, ever be able to afford. You have all your independent people that did their own independent work and created their jobs that have lost those jobs. And the people that sell t-shirts, they're they're the fisher folk. Beach closing basically canceled all those jobs. So here's the thing. It's like, so basically the only jobs that you can get are the jobs of the hotel because mm-hmm. it's cutting out the independent jobs, like people right. working for themselves. Now, I am a Grenadian, and I will say that La Jabal Grenada Massive, because one of the rules, one of the laws in Grenada is that you can't um you can't own a beach. You can own the land, right. but you can't stop the public from going to the beach. Okay. And that to me has been something I think is really beautiful about Grenada continuing to be for Grenadians. Mm-hmm. But Jamaica for a long time has been, you know, a part of the tourism community, mm-hmm. etc. And there is this idea of like the whole private beach being like a very alluring thing that they, that gets sold, you know, but, but what cost? it's a, of course it's at what cost. And I think the reality too, is that like, when we talk about what's going on in Hawaii, it's been the same right. globally, right? There like was another tourism, place you were telling us too about Puerto Rico. Haiti was Haiti. You were telling us about like, Instagram. Oh, Haiti. I mean, yeah. <sighs> Haiti is wild. But I think the real thing is that folks don't understand that colonialism is still existing mm-hmm. in these other like l- more surreptitious ways mm-hmm. like and it's just colonialism is just capitalism mm-hmm. it's just place people going so like I know that I want to move to another country but I know that I need to be conscious that when I do move to that country I need to be also pouring into that country right. like I've already st- the country that I want to move to I've already started researching like I started following their news like mm-hmm. I've started trying to understand <laughs> culture listen I bought books I'm not the constitution be- because yes <laughs> because I don't want to be one of these people that comes to a place with this American idealism mm-hmm. and it's hard not to have it because we've been raised mm-hmm. in it but you don't want to come there and carry this through you need to if you're moving into somewhere baby you are moving into what's mm-hmm. already there 
because Americans doing it in America to each other. Listen, <laughs> so, they doing it in Brooklyn. They definitely don't care. So large up all Jamaica massive, all the yaddy them. And um, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to keep checking in on this court case because it's a real thing. And actually like their version of a congressperson, mm-hmm. she was a Miss Jamaica. And oh. she is also, when, let me tell you, black don't crack. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's just bonkers. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm again, let me just also point out, this is an example of like a labor force rising mm. up. It's not just in America. Right. I, that's true. It's everywhere now. There's a reckoning happening and it's all going to happen at one time. And I am so, <laughs> I don't know what's, I don't know where, where, where we going to be on the other side of it. Keep it like right here. The Amanda Seal show. Cause on the other side of this, we're going to talk about how black we feel today. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back y'all. This is the Amanda Seal show. I am Amanda Seals and it is time for us to discuss how black we feel today. feel today jeremiah like the bible i feel kiana cole black so kiana cole is a friend of mine who uh she's a mindfulness coach she's all about she actually in your documentary in the man that we trust where she talks about um her mindfulness. work mindfulness <laughs> um and she, she's on my tiktok a lot and she just pops up randomly because she gives like mindfulness coaching about like little day-to-day things to do mm-hmm. um but i've been just really intentional about kind of being finding moments of gratitude every morning and at night and not just like big things we think about oh I'm grateful that I have a house to live in but even like little stuff I'm like oh I have like a body like I'm literally able to walk or like even like walking my dog around the time like, I have a place to walk my dog like people mm-hmm. don't have that or even we talked about earlier in the show like snap and everything I'm like oh there are like several grocery stores around me that I can go to yeah. if I really need to and I don't think we think about those it's not, you just get used to it you're like oh it's a grocery store I go to the grocery store walk my dog but it's like oh people don't have these things how does that help you having that mindfulness? I think it makes me feel better. It makes me just kind of just be more present. I think sometimes you like you're like you're you're here and you're moving. But how does being more present help you? Um, I don't know. I think I, mean, I think it makes me feel better. But I think there's something more. But I don't think I've got there yet. I think I'm still got it on that journey. How black do you feel? I feel Angela Davis black. Oh, okay. <laughs> because we recorded an episode of Small Doses Podcast before uh, we, well, yesterday we did an episode of Small Doses Podcast where we recorded with this brother, Richie, um, Richie Reseda, who mm. teaches a class in prison. Well, he was in prison. He taught a class in prison called Prison Feminism. And he has like a nonprofit and like all these other like spaces called like, uh, he has like something called like support stories mm-hmm. I and mean, no, no success stories. And basically like he works a lot with recidivism, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. he is really grounded in like the abolition of prisons. Mm-hmm. And the first time I ever heard of the abolition of prisons was from Angela Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had like this little book should our prisons obsolete. And I remember that's where I, like she spoke on it at Columbia and like, I got to meet her and like take a picture. But you when a picture with Angela Davis. I do have a picture with Angela Davis. I featured with Angela Davis, Elaine Brown, Nikki Giovanni, Harry, Harry Belavante, <laughs> Jay-Z, yes, <laughs> and, and Jay-Z. Um, so that's how black I feel today. I really wanted him to give us like a vision of like, well, what do we do 
mm-hmm. in a practical fashion with folks who have like harmed in community. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't able to provide that yet. So I think that's something he's still working on developing. But nonetheless, it was a great interview. I can't wait to for Maybe us that'll to... Come. That's what I'm saying. With he's working next, on developing. I'm not the, ne- the next generation of minds. Like I thought we had yeah. every generation people build on ideas. Yep. So look out for that when that comes out. But that's how Black I feel today. We got a little bit more time right here. So don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Remember to hit me up. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Call me up and tell me what you learned this week so I can talk about it on Friday. Also, for our group chat Thursday topic, y'all, we are... We are in the streets again. And when I say we, I see my, I say myself. Okay. Myself, you know, being single, you kind of just like, even if you, if you leave your house, you're in the streets. Like that's what people don't understand. Like I said this the other day and then someone commented on it under it and was like, seems like you out looking for a man. And what you really need to do is be focusing. Relax. (laughs) If you leave your house, you are in the streets. And so you got to take that with whatever intention you choose, mm-hmm. right? But nonetheless, I know that being in the streets has been a shocker for more than just me. So hit me up, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. If you are newly single or, or when you were newly single and the streets shocked you, and I want to hear why. All right, we'll be right back. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, and it is time to put the learn in listen, laugh, and learn. All right. Okay. Uh, the word of the day. Word of the day is zenith. Okay, zenith. When I think of zenith, I think of the television electronics, um, but it's not that. Why would? Hmm. I've seen it like a 27 inch zenith. Believe it. Why would they name a TV zenith? Um, I mean, I also think it was like a mountain. I don't know if that gives me anything. <laughs> um, the top of a mountain. That's actually not far off. Um, the definition is the time at which something is most powerful or successful. So, okay, like some would say that we have yet to see the zenith of Kiki Palmer's career. Okay, that's fair. All right. What do we have coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. Also, 60-second headlines in case you missed it. Plus, the big up let down. Big up to Simone Biles for making a little black girl's day. You or love year, it. Or life. Or life. Right. That's something you never forget. <laughs> right. Remember when Simone Biles sent you a video and it wasn't a cameo? <laughs> <laughs> she did that for free. Uh, hit me up, 1855-MAN-H, y'all. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Remember... If you miss any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of podcasts, you can check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. It is available wherever you get your podcast as well. And you can watch the visuals on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. All right, we'll be right back with politicians say the smartest things. It's very rare that we get to do this. So looking forward to sharing. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it is time for politicians say the smartest things. Politicians say the smartest things. Yes, today we have. That's my first time hearing that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, 
We have 58-year-old Vice President Kamala Harris, who's at the CBC last week with Amanda Seals, And she had this to say about banning assault rifles in books in schools. Let's take a listen. And CBC, please let us just take a moment to call out the hypocrisy that while we try to ban assault weapons, they try to ban books. We want to keep guns out of schools. They want to keep books out of schools. And it does not stop there. In Florida, they intend to tell our children that enslaved people benefited from slavery and then propose a debate on this point. Well, I said when I went down to Florida, there is no round table, no lecture, no invitation we will accept to debate an undeniable fact. There were no redeeming qualities to slavery. Now, Kamala was making points. Mm -hmm. They're trying to ban books. Mm -hmm. We're trying to ban assault rifles. Mm -hmm. There are no redeeming facts that support that slavery was positive. Yes. Here's the thing. I, Because I, I don't want to be a stickler. I feel like there's something that people want more from Kamala that's not just her being visible. Mm -hmm. But I think low-key, they just want her to be blacker. And yeah. when I say blacker, I don't mean stereotype. Right. But I mean like even just expressing a little bit more like of our cleverness, like mm -hmm. our, our comedy cleverness or something uh -huh. like I, it's like, I feel like nothing she's saying is wrong. Right. All of it is valid, mm -hmm. but it didn't advance the conversation. Mm -hmm. Not in any, like it didn't advance the conversation in terms of like, there's no, how do I put it? Like she needed to say something witty. No, I feel, I feel that. I mean, I think, do you think, something about this more, because I agree with you. Do you think that to get to the, the point she is in her career as like the VP, in her time, she's had to like really polish and like morph into this type of person. Um, like that's very respectable. I wear my suits. I say the right things. But we're in a time now that that don't fly no more. There was a time when that's like what a politician did. I was going to say, yeah. It's like you got to you gotta see it for what it is. Right. You got to wear your track suit. When you was trying to get to this point, I mm -hmm. get it. But now you're at this point. Mm -hmm. So like what got you here ain't going to be what keeps you here. Right, right. And I just feel like that was a time where she needed to, she needed to like I don't know consult with Jesse Jackson for some type of rhyming couplet or something her like black auntie had to come out yeah like and again you know I don't know her so I don't know if like maybe this really is her like she's kind of it's not it's not unseasoned chicken but it's not barbecue but you seen her laugh so she has a personality yeah I know so it's there it's just when she gets she was dancing to, to vibrant thing. <laughs> And, you know, I, so um, we've got the Instagram live going right now. Someone say, you know, she's focused on reelection. And I just feel like if you're going to try to invigorate the voters who are mm -hmm. not that impressed, like sticking with the, the sticking with the the what's like the word? The road that we're on. Yeah. Like you gonna have to, you gonna have to pull out some extra like fireworks. Okay, how about this? How about you send her a copy of In Amanda We Trust? <laughs> you know, give her some inspiration. Well, I will say this, because I, when I was at the CBC, someone, someone from, like, her sector mm -hmm. had, like, talked to me about, like, oh, like, you know, we're doing such great work, like, people need to know about it, and I was like, you gotta get her in spaces where she is not going to just be fielded softball stuff. 
like drink champs. I wouldn't necessarily say drink chance, but like, you know, so when she was on Kiki, like, you know, and when she was with Lene, like, I know that it was like very, they had given gotcha. like, they, they basically like, she's so coached mm-hmm. and then the people are so coached. So there's nothing that can really cut through. It's not organic. Correct. Small doses. Call you us, know, call us time. We'll help you out. So, I, you know, I just, I just feel like, I don't know. There's some, there's, there's just something more that I know that people want and mm-hmm. they do. And and I think she's got it. Got to shake it. Like Tyra Banks at that girl. We were rooting for you. I don't know about all that. <laughs> all right. Keep it like right here. The Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. We're going to head out of here. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. You're just joining us. We, we had a good show and you missed out. Make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast. 1-855-AMANDA-8 is the number. Also, 1-855-262-6328. Jeremiah, run it down. What did we talk about today? We talked about Uber Eats. They're going to begin accepting food stamps in 2024. Also, Birdman said the South reigns supreme when it comes to other regions of music. We played a fun game. Chopped and screwed school with DJ Supreme. Also, who won? Who won the game? You might have won the game, but I don't know. You got to go listen to the podcast to find out. Perhaps. Maybe. Also, celebrities and community leaders are coming out to support Krishan Rock, which we love to see. Shout out to Kiki Palmer and Tamika Mallory. Also, the government's, I'm going to shut down y'all in a week, possibly. So, a mess. Hopefully, I got y'all stuff together. Call y'all senators, call y'all uh, representatives, knock on some doors and tell them you want the government open. We also went black around the world with Jamaica and what's going on there. So, definitely check out the podcast to find out like what's happening around the world with our black diaspora. There you go. Also want to remind y'all, it's candy corn season. That's right. Autumn. So very excited about this. Very, very excited. Um, hit me up, 1855-MANDA-8. That's 1855-262-6328. If you have uh, suffered discrimination or oppression for loving candy corn, I want to hear from you. <laughs> I was like, what? I want to hear from you. 1855-MANDA-8. If you have been ostracized for your love of the candy that people like to call candle wax, hit me up. 1855-MANDA-8. We have to stick together. 1855-262-6328. That's 1855-262-6328. Uh, remember, tomorrow we will hit you with some Blacker news. We're going to talk 50 Cent's new business venture. He's expanding his portfolio in an interesting kind of way. Uh, we're going to talk about Dallas mayor flipping parties. Mm-mm-mm. And we got the big up let down and another edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Things coming up Wednesday. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay up and stay safe, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.